Hey there, film clubbers. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Fangirl Film Club. And for exclusive content, early access to episodes, and all kinds of other goodies, you can support us on Patreon. Recorded live in front of a feline audience. Coming to you from coast to coast, it's the Fangirl Film Club. The Fangirl Film Club is a podcast created by adults and featuring adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to the Fangirl Film Club, a movie podcast where we go deep down the resume of all your fangirl faves. And let me tell you, we've seen some shit. Hello, everybody. I am one of your co-hosts, Emily J, and I am joined, as always, by my beautiful, wonderful West Coast counterpart. Oh, it's Mia. Hi. Hi, Hi. it's Mia. It feels like 10 years (sighs) since we've done this, but nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. (laughs) Because nobody's listening yet. Because we're in secret. We're still in secret mode. Um, we're getting closer to not being in secret mode, though, so that's exciting. Have we Slow been canceled yet for last episode. time's episode? No. Episode before last time. I've been canceled. Oh, we might be. Have you? <laughs> I don't know. Probably canceled like what? Because you made me watch Clerks, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, our... <laughs> Our friendship is built now. This is a this is a keystone of our friendship is making each other watch shitty movies. So, I love that for us. And Truly. I think I think we're past the point of the point of canceling and apologizing for this garbage that we forgiveness will on each be other. a theme. And if anybody's listening, <laughs> forgiveness is important in any friendship. And we Not actively on our part. practice it <laughs> every week. <laughs> We actively accept and forgive each other for our choices every single week. And I think that's beautiful. Oh, man. All right. But this week, uh, this week mm-hmm. was this this week was Mia's choice. This week was family friendly summer blockbuster. It was. Good it time was. fun. The good time. Uh, good time. Charlie movie that it was. Uh, 2008. 12 is when this movie came out. So a recent, a, re- a relatively recent, I can't remember what year it is. I'm like, that's like what, 2015? It's like just came out. It's set in 2020, which is entirely erroneous based on how 2020 went. But it, it is. And I remember when this movie came out, I was watching Colbert and Hugh Jackman. I think it was Colbert. Mm. Hugh Jackman was on uh, to promote it. And he's like, yeah, it takes place in 2020. And Stephen Colbert was like, that's in eight years from now. Is this what the, this is what they think we're going to be into in eight years? <laughs> and Hugh Jackman was like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Not if the vegans <laughs> have anything to say about it. Uh, well, listen. the Elon uh, was watching this some... movie closely as he was planning his, uh, his overtaking of all time and space. And... Of all time and space. Um, the movie we're talking about is the family-friendly summer blockbuster of 2012, Real Steel, starring Mr. Hugh Jackman and Anthony Mackie. Um, huge Jackman. Written, huge Jackman. Uh, written by John Gatins and directed by Sean Levy. Who is also uh, known for uh, Cheaper by the Dozen, the remake, with Steve Martin. All right. And Night at the Museum, among okay. other family-friendly, exciting stuff. Family-friendly, little romps. Yeah, love it. Date okay. Night with Steve Carell and Tina Fey. You know, I'm. it's clearly not a Sean Levy problem. Let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> this man knows how to make PG-13, and boy, will he make PG-13 movies. He 
he's in his lane. He's right in his lane with this one. You know, it's yeah. it's about every mm, according to Jared, I didn't know this, but about every 30 years or so, Hollywood decides it's ready for a new robot boxing movie and they make one and then they realize, no, we don't like this idea. <laughs> and they stop doing it. How um, many 30 year spans has this been going on? At least two. I think they did oh. one like early on in the early like golden the early age. Talkies. There's like a early. T- I don't think it's like early talkies, but like 1935 <laughs> they were they were rolling out the robot boxing. But I think there's one from like the 60s, and then there's one in the 80s. There was one made in the 80s, and they made this thing in 2012. So <laughs> we've got we're in an off period. It's dormant now. The idea is dormant. Um, it'll it'll re- it'll resurface. I'm sure. Rock'em Sock'em have not been promoting well enough to to develop the next movie. So we'll I to, yeah. I mean, I feel with all like of the Rock'em games Sock'em, that are being turned into movies. Right, starring, <laughs> starring Pedro Pascal. Um, before we get into this, can we talk about real quick what I just saw on my Tumblr? Which is uh, screen caps of, speaking of Pedro Pascal and video games, video games, um, what I just saw in my Tumblr, which is screen caps of him from a Merge Mansion ad. Merge Mansion is like this really- It's one of those ad games. Stupid ad games um, that you play on your phone. And Mm -hmm. I've tried playing it because I was like, I like mysteries. I'll watch 30 seconds worth of ads every 15 minutes to play a little mystery (laughs) game. That's fine. Um, the, the, it's terrible. There's no story. There's no mystery. It doesn't and know I what don't it wants understand to be. <laughs> what their ad budget is because they mm. have Kathy Bates in like 90% of their ads. How are they making money? Is this a front? And then I'm I don't know. If it's it might front. be. And then now they have Pedro Pascal <clears throat> looking like film noir detective walking sex and mm-hmm. just like detective daddy. Just that's exactly what he looks like. He looks like Detective Daddy and he's just like drinking and and wearing <laughs> suspenders or like a like a shoulder holster and like just looks like he's like ready to stake the last Old of what remains of his Dashiell reputation Hammett. on some some dizzy dames, you know, with her gams straight up to heaven, you know, <laughs> tracking down some Jasper that done her wrong. Like it, it I was like, what the fuck is this game? And I know what this game is. It's garbage. Yes. I don't know why their ad budget is blockbuster Hollywood movie level ads for this terrible game. I feel like I'm missing something. And anyway, I guess of the like 16 people who do play it, the ad revenue that they make on advertising to those people must be just through the roof. I guess. And the thing is, it's not even you can't even I don't think you can buy stuff in that. Usually it's like, yeah, you can you can buy an ad free version or you can just, you know, pay for gems and shit like I don't yeah. even buy stuff like that in that. It might game. be one of those ones where you have like limited lives of like you have limited chances to complete a level yeah. and buy more chances to complete a level. Right. I don't even know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, Detective Daddy is not part of our show today. Uh, <laughs> we'll that's to, just we'll what Pedro Pascal. You know, what's disappointing is he's not on our list. Maybe that's because he's not. he only makes good stuff. <laughs> I actually, I don't think that's it because he did make third. I think it's called Third Frontier. Mm. I hear oh, that's pretty no, he is. terrible. He is. Yes. Is because he? Yes, he is. He triple frontier. You have triple the three frontier. and the frontier, right? Yes. 
yes. yes. So we completely frontier. ignored uh, we completely ignored Ben Affleck on that one. That one is a uh, that one's I an didn't Oscar and Pedro special. I was gonna say I didn't even remember that he was in that movie. <laughs> and Ooh. I was like, yeah, that's just like that's just Pedro and Oscar being buddies flying planes and stuff i think i don't know what that movie's about i've never seen it so if it's on the list we should uh we should have i seen it no have i read fanfic of it absolutely have you have you all right oh jocelyn's fanfic of course oh okay (laughs) if that man has has played a role she has written fic about it i love that (laughs) about her um all right so anyway let's talk about real steel let's talk about it so um why don't you start us off with our elevator pitch? All right. And then I'll tell you what all this money they were <laughs> Sean was given. <laughs> what this bought. What it bought, yes. All right. Emily, <clears throat> New York's hottest nightclub, Real Steel, aka Rocky for Robots, has everything. The Wolverine, Captain America, the Wasp, Blob, casual microaggressions. <laughs> Animal cruelty, child endangerment, implied oh. robot sentience, and an exceptional amount of gambling. <laughs> All at PG thirteen prices. All at PG thirteen prices. I, you know what? Shut up and take my money. Let's <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, no, you hit all of the all of the nails on the head. There was a lot. You hit them all. Turned them no, into all those I mean, spiky baseball bats. I did leave out. I know exactly what I left out of this, and it probably mm. has something to do with the horrible, shitty trend of um, Iron Man three deciding to put children like have one mm. central shitty child. <laughs> yep. You did you did leave out the shittiest child. <laughs> shittiest child. No, I don't know if it's the actor's fault. We could blame <clears throat> him. He was a child. Let's blame him. Um truly. There's a com- there's some like balance where it's is this the child actor's fault because the child is annoying? Is this the writing's fault because this child's supposed to have a chip on his shoulder but he just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just a garbage child um he is he is a garbage child and i feel should like i feel i feel like i should feel bad yeah this is the i'm sorry you think you deserve an apology of guilt here i (laughs) feel like i should feel worse about shitting on this Mm. kid because they don't give him an easy you know story but he's awful There are attempts of nuance. This child is sold, I think, at one point or bought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get yeah. into it in my in my uh, in my recap. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh, good. Now this might go over as I tend to do. I tend to go over my time limits on a recap uh, when the movie is particularly ridiculous. Um, so we're flexible here at Fangirl Film Club. It's. Fangirl Film Club, it's really more of a guideline. We'd like it to be 60 seconds, but that's almost never happened. So. (laughs) (laughs) So we can dream and we dream big. And that's what matters. Um, All right. Miss Mia, tell me when I am good to start. You start and I'll start timing you. 
All right. Ready. Okay. So Wolverine used to be a boxing champion, but he retired to be really shitty at making robots fight instead. Um, He tortures a cliche by owing everybody money, and he finds out he's the remaining parent of the shittiest kid in the universe. So Texas decides to give custody to a literal stranger instead of someone the kid has ever actually met. And then there's also something about him selling that same child back to his like aunt or whatever for like $100,000. It doesn't matter. Um, so Wolverine cycles through like three really gigantic, whole expensive robots being so super shitty at using them before his shitty kid finds an old beat up robot thirsty for a touching underdog victory arc. Q, the evil Japanese robot Zeus, introduced as the unstoppable killing machine. Um, he's made by the Japanese and he's controlled by the Russians, so you know he's bad news. Uh, Wolverine's <laughs> shitty robot wins some like redneck junkyard fight, and Wolverine agrees to train the shitty robot to be a great boxer because he used to be a great boxer and now he's just shitty at working robots. Evil Zeus Russian owner offers to buy the shitty robot after a montage of all of the shitty robot winning. Uh, his name's Adam, by the way, the shitty robot. Adam wins a big league fight. The shitty kid gets drunk with power and challenges Zeus to a fight, which is like a terrible <laughs> idea. Um, Wolverine then gets the fuck beat out of him by Kevin Durand um, for the money he owes him from Act 1. Wolverine feels like he's a shit influence because he is, and he gives the shitty kid back to his aunt and uncle who are very rich and can give him an actual life. Then there's a heart-to-heart with Hope Van Dyne, who I'm sorry I didn't mention before. It doesn't matter. And then he goes to tell Max they're going to fight Zeus. Um, But the big robot fight happens and Zeus technically wins, but everybody loves Adam more and um, Wolverine feels like a less shitty dad. The end. Clocking in at one minute, 36 seconds there. But yeah, you packed. (laughs) (laughs) This is Kevin Durand with a D at the end because I always get confused about the basketball player. Like they do not look the same. (laughs) That is not not the same man. I thought this was exciting. This might be the first time this has happened on the Fangirl Film Club where Kevin Durand has played the exact same part two movies in a row. (laughs) I mean, I thought that was great. I was like, oh, hey, it's Kevin Durand being the piece of shit that he literally always plays. Even if he ever played a nice guy, which I don't know that he ever has. If he's ever played a nice guy, I wouldn't buy it for a second because he has that fucking Ben Affleck face you want to punch. What did he do on Lost? What was his like? He what was, was the shittiest shitty person. Guy? Okay, he showed up and he killed everybody on the island. And then oh, even when they did this, the Flash sideways in season five, he was a fucking contract killer who was hired to kill Jin <laughs> in front of Sun. It was uh, he was just all like so yeah he killed everybody on the island he led everybody's he led a whole crew of people who like just murdered everybody when the extras budget was too high in season three, um, and so that's that's what they 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 called in Kevin they were like hey we have too many extras Kevin Durant come in and kill them all and he did. Um, he knows his niche and he's been playing it since Walking Tall and before. Probably. I think probably before, yeah, yeah. yeah I can't imagine so. Walking Tall was his first, his first foray into shitty characters. That um, was bad yeah, hair that he had in that one. He's always. I know garbage. I didn't comment on it at that point, but <laughs> there was a lot. There was a lot we were working with with Walking Tall. <laughs> so yeah, so I was excited to see Kevin Durand playing his role again. Um, <laughs> as we opened, he he started this this movie. He had more yeah. of a role than I thought he was going to. Yeah, he started yeah. this little, this little, uh, this little jaunt with some uh, some animal cruelty. He sure did. That was I. I forgot about that. I saw this movie back when it came out. 
Mm -hmm. um, in part because my father had this habit of replaying every movie that he liked, regardless of its shittiness, um, (laughs) over and over and over and over. Uh So I don't know how I forgot that part, but it was jarring to watch that poor bull be just punched. Yeah. So that was just it. Because the the thing that that Wolverine starts off by doing, uh, which I believe his name is Charlie, um, in this, and not Wolverine, but whatever, um, he was all jacked. He was still in Wolverine shape, so fuck it. Huge jacked Um, man. He was a huge jacked man, and that is who and what he plays. Um, But he, yeah, the whole thing, it starts off with, like, he has his robot, and uh, he goes to, like, a county fair, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I'm supposed to fight a 2,000-pound bull. And I thought it was like, like, with what? Like a like a robot bull? No. Man like man. this, <laughs> Like with your body? Like what, what are you going to fight this bull for? And then he's like, that bull's too small. No, sorry. No. It was the other way around. He said the bull was too big. He was like, yes. I was supposed to fight an 800-pound bull, and that bull's th- 2,000 pounds. And I was like, I was supposed to beat it into here? the ground. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is going robot. on here? What is this game? And like, all of the rednecks were like, woo, yeah, yeehaw. And uh, I say this, by the way, as one of you, I've been to county fairs and I've watched bullfighting. Um, it's never not horrific to look mm. at a human being trying to beat a giant animal and know that the animal is still at the disadvantage um but it's worse when it's a fucking robot yeah he punched i mean the bull yeah nobody who knows what's good for them is going to be pun- punching a bull that is severely agitated as all bulls are at county yes Fairs. yes but yeah this is bad it was bad it was a bad it was a bad way to start the movie uncomfortable um, start yeah, and geographically incorrect. So where where were they, by the way? Because you submitted this on IMDb <laughs> as a fix, right? I truly did. Um, so I don't know. This movie again is retroactively made in 2010, 2011, um, takes place in twenty twenty. So I don't know how the redistricting of the world has gone <laughs> in that time. Um, but and again, you said Texas was. The that's where he has to situation? go custody situation yeah that's oh. where he has to go to get the kid okay yeah because san leandro is in california and san mm. leandro is not the county the county is alameda and so it would be the alameda county fairgrounds not the san leandro this is very picky of me no of course. but it's also but like, alameda <laughs> county is like oakland isn't it yeah yeah yeah, Alameda so County not, covers a large span of area. And it's not <clears throat> It is not redneck. super farmy. Um, yeah. Go about an hour and a half south where I'm from, and we'll get to the rednecks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in yeah. fairness, I did see Charlie Daniel play at the Alameda Fair- County Fairgrounds. That's different. In my, in my day. Yeah, There's a Charlie big Daniels, difference you know? <laughs> between the Charlie Daniels band and <clears throat> a robot punching a bull. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> San Leandro is also, I think, where the Toy Story movies are set. Okay. Like that area. That's so an interesting thing. We could say they're all in the same distinctly universe. Distinctly difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is implied robot sentience in this. So. <laughs> There explicit is. toy sentience. I mean, it makes sense. We'll keep it. 
We like it. Um, so yeah, this is all part of the same universe as Toy Story. Um, no, I just okay. So so that was a weird take um, mm-hmm. that they started there, and then also like it was. I just thought the whole thing was a total fucking cliche. And they, I kind of feel like they put way too much like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Focus, emphasis, wasted too much time, uh, like introducing him acquiring these robots because he just gets the fuck beat out of them right. and they get destroyed within minutes. But they need the parts. He needs the different parts of them to yes. make this this shitty this robot. Adam bot. Yes, <laughs> this Adam bot. Um, you mentioned though the implied robot sentience. I don't think there was enough of it. What I yeah. wanted was more of a sentient being in Adam than I got. Because they'd hold the camera on his, like, weird little dented face. Yeah, his dead and eyes. I was, his dead eyes. And I was kind of, like, always waiting for them to, like, blink to life and be like, yeah. oh, he he feels things. He knows what's and going on. And as the audience. Yeah. But it was like, no, this is just an uncomfortably long take on a dead faceless robot. <laughs> You know okay. what I think the problem would have been at that point, and this is for dipping into my made-up Oscars collection, okay. which as we record one. this, the Oscars are on tonight. They um, are, yes. <laughs> but I think this would have dipped into, um, he would have been a better robot father than Wolverine. <laughs> it's so true, I think it's that would have caused some plot problems. They couldn't. They couldn't have, uh, yeah. They they couldn't have that robot being a you better can't father have competing than fathers. <laughs> um, I love, I love the uh, the child selling side plot that happens <laughs> uh, with no real like ev- anyone ever acknowledging that this is something that maybe shouldn't happen. Um, right. The the. <laughs> The uncle. So, so yeah. So the little kid gets the five thousand year old uncle. Yeah. <laughs> the oldest man ever, uh, who is is his uh, his Max's uncle, the little boy is his uncle. His aunt desperately wants to be his guardian mm-hmm. because you know it's implied that she's known him since he was born. Because he's her sister's child. And, you know, he's grown up with her. It makes perfect sense. Like, obviously, she's very involved with his life. Like, she loves him. Mm -hmm. Actively cares about what happens to him. And uh, and instead, (laughs) the state of Texas is like, but this actual dirty stranger who just wandered in late to this custody hearing. I'm actually going to give it to him instead. Thanks, Ted Cruz. <laughs> Fucking Ted Cruz. It is his fault, I'm sure. I'm certain of it. Um, so, um, so yeah, so the uncle's like, oh, well, the thing is, uh, my sister-in-law's death is really inconvenient because we were going to go to Tuscany for two months. <laughs> we and, were you trying know, to go on this vacation and having a kid with us is just... And, you know, drink and have a lot vibe. of Italian sex. And so it's really going to kill the vibe. So, like, I'll take him off your hands again once I, you know, come back from my... with, with an Italian hangover. Um, but will you take him off our hands for a couple months? And it's like, okay... 
The fact that the state of Texas- $100,000 to babysit this child. The fact that the state of Texas was like, yeah, we'll give him custody because he's legally his father. And then, Mm -hmm. but like everybody who has eyeballs is like, "Mm, Wolverine is not a father figure in this movie. Like he should not have access to (laughs) a child, nor does he want access to a child. He showed up and was like, I'm just here to sign my rights away. How do I do do that? Who do I talk to? And the uncle's like, yeah, you are the worst, but I really want to take my <laughs> wife to Italy by ourselves and have nothing to do with this child. I don't blame him. I would also be At pissed. At least for a couple of months, yeah. I would also this be pissed. This is our last hurrah before if, we have to deal with the shitty child until his God adulthood. God forbid something happened to one of my siblings and I was stuck with their child forever. <laughs> A week before I was supposed to go to fucking Italy for two months. Are you kidding me? I would be furious. Which, unlike I w- this 5,000-year-old dude, you've probably <laughs> been, like, putting in work to save for. That's This guy's just, just like, yeah, we just, just We're just go to- going to Tuscany for two months. Yeah. yeah, we hate people like you, you piece of shit. You're first on the fucking <laughs> list when we start eating the rich. However, the fact that he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just so liquid. Here's 50 grand now. Yeah, up front. And 50 when you don't kill him in two months and return him to his aunt who actually wants him. Like, I felt really bad. I kind of felt bad for the kid. I mean, again, he's awful. I felt bad for the kid, though, because, like, oh, it's very obvious that only one person in this house wants you, dude. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sucks to suck. But, yeah, that's what happens is that Wolverine starts off the relationship Yeah, once he actually does want him to stick around, he's like, I am going to put you in the most dangerous situations possible. Yes! <laughs> yes! I am going he- to bring you around the people who I own, uh, who I owe exorbitant amounts of money. Very large amounts of money. Because we are torturing the retired boxer doesn't know what to do with his life cliche, okay? And not in a fun way, like in Rocky Four, In a... <laughs> He should just be probably like if somebody killed him, nobody wouldn't care. (laughs) Like if somebody was like, you know what? You're not going to pay me any money. So I'm just going to beat you until you're not alive anymore. At this, like at most of the points of the movie, I don't think anybody would care. I think Hope Van Dyne would have been like, wow, that's sucky. Unfortunate. But he also owed me $6,000. So. You know, he made up for it by making out with her every so often. Every know, so often. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, sort of those things where he's can like, I, she's running. Yeah, go. Can I just make a note of her? Like, <laughs> when she goes on this date and watches him fight, <laughs> she is dressed like she stepped out of the 80s. <laughs> she is. <laughs> I don't know. She's why. dressed like she is a biker girl. Like directly out of the 80s when there's been no indication of her character in that no. direction whatsoever really been beforehand. No, there's really been no indication of her character in general. Um, yes. she woman. Is, we needed a woman. Is, we need a love yes. interest. She is a woman who has some kind of history with Charlie. Uh, mm-hmm. She also says his name more than she says anything else, <laughs> uh, which, you know, that's a problem, but... It's not her fault. It's not Evangeline Lilly's fault. Speaking of Lost, <laughs> hey, it's Kate and Kimi. How Welcome about that? Back. Welcome back, you two. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, so she she's there, but like 
she's supposed to be like the tough girl who's running her dad's old gym. But it's like, mm-hmm. was your dad a robot fighter too? Or was he a real boxer? And now her dad like- is Mickey from the Rocky movies. All right, that makes more sense. Um, <laughs> so, so not only is this, this is a Rocky spinoff, but it's also uh, the Rocky also Toy Story this, Cinematic Universe. I was gonna say it's in, as we're all familiar with the Rocky Toy Story Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Okay, it makes more sense now. As long as we can figure out where it's plotted on the timeline, I think we'll be good. Um, yeah, no. So she, so she's like the tough girl who's running her dad's old gym. Her dad was Charlie's trainer when he was a fighter Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, she of course keeps his old newspaper clippings around because she's totally over him. Not in love whatsoever. Not in love at all. Not, not super weird thing to hold on to from just some dude who owes you money. Um, yeah, so her dad's dead, and like again, I don't know. Like, did he, did he, did he work on robots, or did she? Was she like, oh yeah, there's not real people fighting anymore. I guess I better learn how to put together robots. I think the issue is that none of these people really do know anything about either robots or boxing. Um, I think you're right because I will blame. <laughs> um, I will blame both on the screenwriting and on Evangeline Lilly the okay. cheesiest boxing reenactment when yeah. she's talking about Charlie's fight and she's like, pop, pop, bam. Like, oh, that why? was rough. Rough. And to- then he, <laughs> and then he did that. And then he did the pop, pop, bam. And she <laughs> was all like validated and vindicated that she remembered that that was his move. Pop, pop, bam. I said the pops and the bams. <laughs> and they're thinking of popping and bamming. <laughs> Correct. Um, okay. Another thing that pissed me off the dancing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is I'm it glad you're bringing this up. No. <laughs> it's not. Okay. It's not cute. What's odd, though, is that they didn't tell the fake audiences when they were making this movie that they were supposed to think it was cute. <laughs> the, I think we run into the Folgers Cest issue of... <laughs> This child's age is okay. not congruous with how cute we're supposed to find him. Because he's a shitty kid and he's not young enough for it to be cute. Yeah, he's like 11, I think. Yeah. Which I this hate to break school. it to Prime everyone. Everyone. But you are a mutant when you are 11 years old. When I hear <laughs> that I have friends whose children are no longer 10... I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to retire from your you. life for a couple of years. <laughs> I will check back in when that kid has a driver's license because they are in mutant territory now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, 11-year-olds are horrifying. Um, yes. Absolutely horrifying. And this child is no exception. So there's a scene where, uh, for those of you who haven't watched this yet, <laughs> yet, I say, as though we're painting such an excellent... <laughs> recommendation recommendation for it um i'm certain yeah (laughs) i don't anticipate there being any sort of yankovic bump (laughs) with the fangirl film club like there was with weird al when he would cover a song i'm pretty certain there's not gonna be a whole bunch of people being like i listened to this episode i'm gonna go watch this garbage movie now um but if there is you know great you're welcome anyway if you haven't watched this movie yet so at one point 
they're staying in some half star just dump of a motel, probably just like soaked with trucker cum and mm-hmm. horrifying things, uh, roach everywhere, whatever. It's gross. The, pl- the places that they stay in this movie, I'm like, they should not allow children to sleep there. Um, yeah. He goes outside. Also, the child has been by himself. Unsupervised. Un- a unsupervised. Him out of this movie. At a fucking truck stop in the middle of like Oklahoma. Right. Uh, with Charlie multiple hundreds of pounds of robot. Yeah. Which these robots, again, are capable of punching bulls. So very large bulls. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, so he he's been outside playing with his toys all night. And uh, what he's learned is that Adam, who is not not sentient enough to be his dad, um, can <laughs> mimic him. Or not mimic him. They can they can shadow each other. So he's a shadow mm-hmm. boxing bot. So if the kid dances, Adam will dance. And Wolverine comes out and he's like, "That was really cool. People love that <laughs> stuff." And I'm like, "That was what? Why are you in lying what to him? world? On what, in what planet? world? And it's like not even in this world <clears throat> because then he's like, okay, I'll. For some reason, that was like the this was the like the linchpin. He was like, I will." teach him how to box and we can go f- do real fights if you will dance at the beginning of every fight. See, this is where the fucking newsies logic would <laughs> like <laughs> we needed the sage advice of Jack Kelly's like don't don't say that you're 10, say that you're 7. Youngest you're sells more enough. papes. Yeah. Youngest sells more papes. <laughs> If you'd so been seven, been this seven would be a cute shtick. Yep. <laughs> this would be cute shtick. Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he's near 12 um, and it's not cute, but Wolverine lies to his face and says that it is cute. And he says that people will love it and they don't react <laughs> no. any differently than they do when like he just, the robot would just show up. So right. there's like this whole weird sub level of like, they're, we're supposed to find the dancing endearing and it's supposed to be we like their to trademark. <laughs> yeah, it's like their gimmick. It's like their trademark. And and no, there's no fan reaction whatsoever. <laughs> it was there's so no, weird. There's no like t-shirts with the kid on it. There's no yeah. t-shirts with the dancing robot. Like that's, people there's, will capitalize immediately on anything that they do like. And that and, was. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, bro, this was your movie. You could make them like it. <laughs> Why did you forget to make them like it? Right. <laughs> like, just tell them the people, like, just, it's a cattle call for, a, for an audience. Just get on your little air horn and be like, hey, uh, they're going to dance. You're going to think it's cute. And everybody would be like, well, we don't think it's cute. And you'd be like, you're fucking actors. <laughs> That's what I'm paying you $700 a day to think, fucking think it's cute. Get over it. Um, and then they would have, because that's what actors do. <laughs> When you remind them that they're being paid, they do the thing you tell them to do. (laughs) Again, talking about my own kind here. Um, But yeah, so so the dancing, not good. Entirely (laughs) unnecessary. Entirely unnecessary. Entirely unnecessary. (laughs) It's not good. I think dancing was part of the montage in this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Were there multiple montages? I there were. refused there were. to go back and watch because there was the training montage. Yes. Well, and we then have we the have training the montage. montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you got to have the training montage first. And then you have to have the winning montage mm-hmm. to show how on earth this <laughs> how you like literal – it up into the ranks. This literal garbage can was <laughs> – also, can we talk about the fact that they found him – in a dump, like an, in a ro- robot graveyard, where well, a very dangerous like, robot graveyard, say, which was like poised on the edge of the literal abyss. <laughs> <laughs> How did they drag him all the way back up? To is my other question. They, <laughs> was they, like, <laughs> like, and they didn't even do it. They made it seem like the kid did it. <laughs> You fuck? can carry your own fucking robot. He did. He carried his own fucking robot. But All he carried him up, up a mountain. He just fell down. <laughs> and like, they, the whole way that they find this garbage can robot is that like he's, they're in a, like in a city dump and they're looking for parts for Noisy Boy, I yes. want to say. Yeah. Yep. Who is the second robot that Wolverine destroys within a matter of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> With his incompetency with his of dealing with robots. Incompetence. <laughs> they make it seem like he at least at, at some point had been winning enough to acquire all of this money that he now <laughs> owes other people. But I don't see Incorrect. how that's possible because it's like he's never, every robot he gets, he destroys its seconds. <laughs> immediately. But, <laughs> immediately. So they're looking for parts to fix Noisy Boy and... They're in a dump, and he's like, hey, be careful. You're right on the edge. And, like, Ah! the kid turns around, and it's, like, not the edge of, like, a hill of garbage. It's, like, the edge of the fucking world. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, an insane sharp drop. A drop of at least 30,000 feet. Uh, like like they're on a mountain. Like they built this mm-hmm. dump on like the cliffs of Dover or something. And it's just a straight down drop. <laughs> and naturally, he of course falls because he's shitty and he's not listening. Yeah. Um, He's probably bitching about burritos. Or no, sorry, hamburgers. He doesn't like hamburgers. Fuck you, kid. Loser. Um, <laughs> loser. You know, loser child doesn't like hamburgers. Um. But so, uh, yeah, so he, he's complaining about his life and how bitterly unfair it is because he's 11. And then he falls and like he I mean, he almost fell off the edge of the world. <laughs> <laughs> it was so dramatic for no and this reason. this is like the second day that Hugh Jackman has him. So it's <laughs> like you get paid to day. hang out with this kid and you fuck up that badly. And if the garbage can robot had not had his <laughs> arm just sticking out of the rubble. Which is the only thing that caught him, by the way. <laughs> Wolverine was nowhere near him. He was not going to catch him in time at all. Best that robot father. A hundred percent dead. Which is, again, <laughs> why I wish they would have leaned harder into the sentience. That, like, Adam could have sensed that there was, like, danger around and he just, like, stuck out his arm. Um, it would have made more sense. But, no. Um <laughs> But yeah, they uh, they really they really went hard on the on the rocky. <laughs> yes, um, so that's going to take me, I think, to my first Rotten Tomatoes review. Oh, okay. From the real critics. Okay. 
So I'll make you guess the percentage at the end, which mm-hmm. may surprise you, but may not. Mm-hmm. So Sarah Manvel from Critics Notebook, in quotes, additionally, says, It's okay. We shouldn't mention the movies we're planning to rip off wholesale anyway. We'll be original and say the movie's based in part on an old short story that was used for a Twilight Zone episode once. (laughs) Because this is a Frankenstein of all of the Rocky movies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The idea of Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yep, 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 yep. Yes. Every tired boxer movie. Every tired dad movie. Yep. Yep. It's uh, somebody I I did and I didn't look too hard into it. Somebody uh, the title of their review was Rocky meets Frasier versus Frasier. I want to say no. What is the Mm. fuck? Mm, Damn it. Kramer versus Kramer. Kramer versus Kramer. Thank you. Is that the Uh, Meryl Streep one? Yeah. 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 Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep fighting over their kid. Mm. Um, Kramer versus Kramer. It was Rocky meets Kramer versus Kramer. And I was like. The custody battle in this movie is so <laughs> unnecessary and not part of the he no. extorts his his child's guardians for a hundred thousand dollars, receives zero <laughs> blowback from that whatsoever. <laughs> and we're supposed to think he's have some sort of like come to Jesus dad, you know dad epiphany when the other $50,000 is presented to him in a dirty envelope and he's like I don't want your money I'm a better dad when I actively endanger this child I I don't want your money Charles or whatever the fuck his name is Um, I just want to bring this kid to all of these underground fights yeah I just want to bring this child in a very very life or death situation (laughs) every day around all the people who's who want to pop my kneecaps off. Yes. And <laughs> this Russian woman who could very well have us killed on our way out of the building. Oh yeah. I was like, okay, when the, when the child wins exactly one fight and he's like, grabs the <laughs> microphone. I was like, somebody needs to like, they should just stop the, just cut the mic. Don't. He's like yelling at this woman, like calling her out specifically. And like these people who could have them like sniper killed with their eyes. Yes. <laughs> if I wanted this robot, I could have this robot. It's it's so it's so dumb <clears throat> that they even I mean, I knew that, of course, that was coming. Of course, he was right. going to win a couple things. And then Zeus was going to be like, I want that robot because, I, you know, and they like insult him, like he'll make a good punching bag for training. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, we're going to be the most cartoon bad guys in the they world. Aren't like Boris and Natasha level, like mustache <laughs> twirling. It's so dumb. It's like again, he the Zeus bot is built by the Japanese, and he's controlled by the Russians. So obviously, we're supposed to hate them because um, nationalism and. <laughs> The scrappy little American nobody is going to win all the things. Pull Um, itself up by its metal bootstraps. By its little metal bootstraps. Um, All right. Embarrassing confession time. Mia already knows this, but now I'm sharing it with the world. I still cried. (laughs) (laughs) The, The Rocky symbolism is the Achilles heel of every Pennsylvanian. It's just... That I can't. I am from the dark, dirty soil of Rocky, where from whenceforth he came. 
Um, we are both Pennsylvanians. It is bred into us that we will watch Rocky if it is on TV. <laughs> it's, now, do you it's skip just... Rocky Five? Always. Okay. Always. <laughs> I I think I've Tommy seen Gun? Rocky Five. <laughs> I skip. I think I've seen Rocky Five twice in my life, not all together at one time. Um, because usually when the marathons would happen over like holiday weekends or something, like they would like specifically play Rocky five during Thanksgiving dinner time. So like nobody had to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) And then by the time we're all like sleepy and like having pumpkin pie and coffee, you turn the TV back on like, Oh, we're back to Rocky one. Okay. Um, (laughs) so it's, I don't know what it is and it's, it's possibly my Pennsylvania roots, but also I do love a tired boxer. I do. I love a tired boxer getting back into shape. Actually, any boxing movie, I will You've watch. You've never have you written a boxer Mm-mm. story? No, no. Which is weird because I love it. Mm. It's one of the few. I have two sports that I will watch: boxing and hockey. I was going to say hockey has to be the other one. It's the it's only the, other one I know. The, the only, only two one sports where punching is allowed. So that's this. It's the least sports ball of the sports. So I it's two that I can watch that I can I can appreciate. Um, and it is the, the punching is, is, a, is a not insignificant portion of why I like it. I do Efficient, remember there's a sanctioned punching. Uh huh. Yes. There's a Robin Williams bit where he was like, I love boxing. He's like, I hate when people try to like romanticize it. And they're like, I watch boxing for the sport of boxing. I watch boxing to watch somebody get the fuck beat out of them. that's also why i watch boxing um but no it's fun it's a fun sport too that's the same thing with hockey is like it's actually fun to play and fun to do but i fucking yeah when he put the gloves on at the end in the big zeus fight and he you know he went he was like basically charlie was fighting zeus (laughs) because Mm -hmm. they rigged it up so that it was a total shadow so everything that charlie was doing Adam would do in the ring and he was like doing all the fighting things and he he wasn't getting hurt (laughs) which was nice no no taking no Um, hits taking no hits it was completely risk-free on his part um (laughs) and I did get teary-eyed when he won (laughs) I'm surprised he didn't try this earlier I'm surprised that he didn't (laughs) you know it's one of those things where it's like He's so they 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 worked it out so that he was 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 it that he was voice commanded again? Um yeah, originally yeah. I think they took they the took, noisy boy part that was yeah. the voice command. Yeah. Yeah. They took that part and they they made him so he, they 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 were voice commanding him. Um mm. and then and then it took his voice command thing getting fucked up in the last 10 minutes of the movie. For them to be like, oh, no, wait, we have a literal world-class boxer right here, and this thing has a shadow feature. Why not put them together like we could have done this entire time? It's The whole time with a professional boxer. Yes, whole time. But yeah, let's only use the shadow feature for a stupid dance. Let's (laughs) let's not forget that. Um, But yeah, I did cry. I did, and I was ashamed. I'm probably too dumb to understand it, but like the way that the shadow feature works, it's like, how do you tune that to yourself? 
and not have him capture every person behind you who's like scratching their balls. Like, <laughs> well, what? Because you can also, switch it from you to the kid. Yeah, yeah. But is this I think just it's like more a, robot sentience that he I just think has it's to be pairing. intuitive? I think it's a pairing thing. Like with your Bluetooth headphones, like you can't, like you can, you're paired to your phone so that your your Bluetooth headphones aren't picking up like the guy behind you's, I assume, ball scratching music, whatever. <laughs> That's, like, but that's there what are he's no doing. Wii controllers for him to maneuver his entire body. It's like I can see your face. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I again. I'm too dumb for Was this. There. I don't think you're too dumb. I think it's poor. Let's say it's poor storytelling because you're not dumb. Um, <laughs> it's fine. We can blame anything on poor storytelling. We didn't like this movie. <laughs> that's why it's on our podcast. Um. But no. I. I thought that was odd and then i also thought that the fact that zeus was like billed as this unstoppable killing machine because he had like taskmaster type sorry marvel reference Mm -hmm. taskmaster type (laughs) technology where he could analyze his opponent and and block whatever they were doing before basically like knew what they were going to do before they could do it which is right weird but i also like again i'm like but isn't Adam a shadow boxing robot so can't he just analyze Charlie <laughs> watch his opponent watching him and then they're just doing the same shit and isn't that the whole point of no okay <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's fine <laughs> I don't need to know Zeus uh, is named after a god just like Apollo Creed oh my <laughs> That makes up for it. That there it is. There it is. <clears throat> I didn't even put that together. Well done. Nostalgia you. makes up for everything. <laughs> oh, I scoured the trivia page because I had to add to the goofs page. So, so you did your homework. Um, do you have any best words lines? Because I have two. There's, uh, a, there's think, a lot of stupid shit in this movie that yeah. I didn't feel like merited best worst lines, but there were two that I thought. I I do have two apart from the Evangeline Lilly reenactment, um, but both of these best worst lines belong to this child. Oh, and good. It's not just because of the line. I think it's the delivery that just mm-hmm. makes it so bad. But can you get him a fight? But can you get him a fight? But can you get him a fight? Stop it. Please go Shut away. Up. I would pay $100,000 to get you the fuck out of my face for three months. <laughs> and then followed by, this is because of the implied robot sentience, which was not leaned into nearly enough. Can you understand me? Don't worry. Your secret's safe with me. Okay, that part. That <laughs> What fucking secret? He can't understand you if he, <laughs> he is sentient at all. He didn't do anything. You're just desperate for a friend. Nobody, nobody, because nobody fucking likes you because you're awful. Sorry, this it's a robot. Like, this is, it's the. This might be the, the meanest we've ever been. <laughs> by the way. It's the fatherhood equivalent of uh, Joaquin Phoenix falling in love with his Siri. Mm-hmm. In her, was it her? Yeah. Is that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's very similar. And again, as somebody who also has daddy issues, I understand <laughs> wanting to project that level of dependence and and connection onto something. 
<laughs> but there has to be something that comes back with that. Um, yes. And and there is he's literally talking to a refrigerator. Like there's no. Yeah. There are there's people nothing who projected that says, love onto bears. The guy that died, the Werner Herzog movie of the guy that died mm-hmm. because he was like, the bears understand me. And, and then bears they are. Yeah, they ate him. <laughs> they ate him and his girlfriend. Yeah, who, but like, and she was like, the bears don't understand us. Um, <laughs> maybe we should leave. Maybe we should leave. And he was like, no, 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 we're good. And the bears were like, she's actually right. You're both getting eaten. Um, yeah. I mean, there's people who've, who've, there's a woman who married the Eiffel Tower. Like, she yeah. married the Eiffel Tower. Like, she's, there's like a guy who's in love with a sub- submarine. Like, there's yeah. just. The guy who loves his car. Yeah, like, and not just in like a, you know, country not music truck that's I want to fuck my truck kind of way or in the good I way the queen gayer. way <laughs> you went way gayer um but <laughs> that's that's really the dynamic of our friendship <laughs> I come up with an example you make it gayer um, <laughs> why you keep you. it gay I make it gayer that's right I'll, I'll start out gay <laughs> just yep. gayify it a little bit more Roger. um <clears throat> The Producers is not but, on our list. The Producers is a gem. It is. Yeah, it shouldn't be. I was going to say it doesn't belong on our list. Um, but no. Uh, so, yeah. So there's all kinds of hints that there could be some robot sentience here. But there's not. it's not enough. And we're angry about it. Um, I have two yes, best please. worst lines. One of them is the shitty kid. The other. <laughs> the other one, I can't even really blame him because it's an announcer. And I feel like the announcer, vo- like the things the announcers say are always so fucking stupid, mm-hmm. no matter what. Um, but this was the one where he was talking about the way that the Russian woman was looking at the at them. And he's like, it's clear to s- that what she's the message she's sending. Welcome to the bigs, Junior. <laughs> and I was like, all right, shut the fuck all the way up was it please one of the announcers phil lamar <laughs> of, i think so um, <laughs> you just shot marvin in the fucking head <laughs> phil lamar <laughs> yes um, it is yes was it okay good yeah. <laughs> um the, the people who popped up in this movie i was just like oh what the fuck um yeah his aunt is also uh, maria stark of, yes. of Marvel, of yep. Marvel times, um, and played exactly the same person that she plays pretty much all the time. Um, a, a, a caring mother who is mommy, caring mother Sorry. figure who is, uh, who is, uh, just for, for whatever reason, not all there. <laughs> um, that's really her vibe, but no, the other one was a, is a shitty kid line and it is after they are leaving the the first league fight, I think this might have mm-hmm. been right when he got drunk with power and he challenged the uh, most kick-ass robot to a f- huge fight. To ever kick ass. To ever. <laughs> yes, the most ass-kicking robot to ever kick ass to kick his own ass. He was like, give me that. <laughs> um, it's when they're, they're leaving and uh, he says, that's what boxing is now. Deal with it. I'm in it and I love it. I would have left him there. Hundred grand or no. It would have been like, nope. So when I used I to can't teach listen to children, your stupid face anymore. <laughs> when I used to teach children, uh, my father every day when I was living at home would ask me, Did you kill any kids today? 
And they were some kids that I wanted to punt, wanted to just kick into oblivion. <laughs> that line <sighs> awakens a time in me that I have not explored yes. in many years. <laughs> Good. Leave it dormant. Leave it. We, we don't need we don't need the violent rampage that it will inevitably cause. I will not be endangering children <laughs> on this behalf. By remembering. By no. remembering how that line made you feel. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. Uh it's rough. They they that kid couldn't win. He couldn't win with us. No. There was no chance. No. He had terrible writing and he himself was awful. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, is what it is. I ha- I didn't check to see if he grew up to be an actor that did anything else. He his last role I think was in 2014. So he was truly a child actor. Child that actor. Is, that right. is where it That's ended. Good. Sorry. This was too much. This was one movie too see. many, buddy. If he's up to anything now. <clears throat> uh, I don't think so. He has an updated picture where he has long hair and a scowl. Ugh. Oh. But <laughs> a scowl. A scowl. Of course he does. I I mean, again, I would also scowl if this was this he was, was in my... a movie with um, our favorite asshole from Practical Magic. Oh, Goran Vizinich. Ah, mm-hmm. all right. When, I feel like that, when we was don't, that we don't that was 2014 that was the last okay that was the last, last thing one. he did right. mm-hmm. yeah i'm right. curious i'm always curious about these people's like what is your instagram life like are you active <laughs> on stuff he played baby thor he was baby thor and the... he was yeah and the thing is i <laughs> thought he was good as baby thor yeah so maybe it's just a shitty writing maybe it's john gatton's fault let's blame him Sure, why not? I love blaming everybody else. Um, but this this kid was awful. We can't say it enough. We, this is the meanest we've ever been, I think, on this podcast. <laughs> this podcast. This, no, I mean, not even the child act. We'll, we'll say that the child character is the yes, worst. Yes, the child character was terrible. Um, and, okay, but we haven't – we've been talking for an hour. We have not yet even once <laughs> mentioned Mr. Anthony Mackey. Anthony um, Mackey does a fantastic job in this movie. He does. For he the was, 10 minutes that he's on screen. For the 10 minutes he was in. I wanted there to be more of him, always. Mm-hmm. With the exception of Repentance, I always want more Anthony Mackey. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see the beatdown scene immediately following when he finally gives Kevin Durant his comeuppance. I mean, yeah because the facial change after the microaggression is just like yeah when he calls him homie i was like he starts with homie and then anthony mackie's like laughing along and then he goes Uh homeboy and that just yeah that was rightfully like (laughs) yeah i wanted to watch the beat down Mm -hmm. we were yeah um we we got unfortunately we just got more robots hitting each other which was like i yeah i know that's happening okay but i would like to see kevin duran get i want to see his kidneys being removed yeah i do i want to see i want to i want to watch anthony mackie punch kevin duran so hard that his appendix bursts like that's what i want and i I want him to harry houdini him I just really wanted that and I didn't get it and it wasn't 
I think that's one of my issues, though, honestly, is that this was there was no real um, resolution to the mm. the Kevin Durand portion, the right. the story, the the gambling storyline thing, because, yes, he gets, you know, escorted out of the fight mm-hmm. by Anthony Mackie and his goons for like a goon fight. <laughs> Goons on goon <laughs> violence. Um, but we don't see it. And then we also don't know if if Wolverine's going to be okay financially. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's also my issue. Yeah. I think, is yeah, it, that's yeah. a big, sincere issue. This movie is just the stakes are all over the place and none of yeah. them yeah. have any resolution whatsoever. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. I'm, I'm still, I'm ashamed that I cried because this is not a good movie and I'm upset with myself, <laughs> but this is a podcast based and rooted in honesty and truth and, yes. and unflinching, <laughs> unflinching truth telling when it comes to the films, the film industry. And I had to share my truth and tell you that I cried. Um, Your journalistic integrity. <laughs> my journalistic integrity was on the line with Real Steel, and now I feel better. Um, all right, you want to know how much? How much do you think? How much do you think this little this little puppy cost? So I caught a snippet of trivia on IMDb where it said that all of the robots were both practical and CGI. Mm-hmm. So that has to cost a pretty penny on top of having mm-hmm. everybody in this movie who's in this movie. So. <laughs> Again, I don't know how money works. I we don't know how money works. None. We don't know how movie no. money works. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, summer blockbuster. I'm gonna say 38 million. Oh, oh, honey Am I girl, low-balling? you are lowballing. You are taking us back I, to the golden age of the mid-budget movie, baby. This was a blockbuster. <laughs> this was 110 million dollars. <laughs> 110 million dollars. Oh. A lot of that, I think, went to Huge Jackman and also making the robots move. Yeah. I think a lot of that was was robot based. Um, And also the the fucking stadium scenes. Yes. Just the, the location setting in general was just crazy. So, yeah, they... I think it looked good. I mean, I don't think yeah. it looked like it was shot well. There were some like really beautiful shots, yeah. but it was it's just the kind such of movie a- that I'd be okay like putting on mute while I play music or something. Right. Just some <laughs> nice screensaver in the background is fine. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Yeah, also again, and I never knew where the fuck they were. I don't know where the gym was based. I didn't yeah. know where anybody ever was, which maybe would have made What's her faces? What's her name? Bailey, Maddie, some some girl, some, some generic white girl name. Generic white girl name. Bailey. Hope yeah. Van Dyme. Yeah, Bailey. No Hope disrespect to Bailey's. No. Name. What was the other one? Mag Maddie Maggie's Maddie, Maddie Maggie yeah. Maddie. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I also have the most basic of white bitch names. <laughs> Hi, Emily. There's too many of us, and we all damage the brand. Um, except me. <laughs> Except me and the three other Emilys that I've agreed are, you're okay. Um, <laughs> but the generic white girl, Hope Van Dyne, her line, 
you flew 1200 miles for, or you came 1200 miles to give me a kiss or something. And right. it, it would have been romantic if they had any chemistry, first of all, yeah. they didn't. And if they'd taken any time to a, tell me where the fuck he was or she was <laughs> or act like the distance was miles, a problem. I just, yeah, I just circled a little while, you know, just took off. <laughs> Circled for a couple hours like, and I then he was, landed again. I thought he was in Texas and then I thought he was in like they were in like some big city. So then I thought they yeah. were like maybe in Chicago or something. And then so yeah. I don't know. I Chicago, don't know. Chicago, Atlanta. And and my I think I've made this point on this podcast before is if I'm thinking about this shit, <laughs> you have not done your job as a filmmaker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, 110 million dollars. To bore us wow. to tears. <laughs> and what do you think that $110 million earned us on Rotten Tomatoes from the um, critics themselves? From the critics themselves, who have mm-hmm. slightly more discerning taste occasionally. <laughs> I'm going to say 53. Not bad. Um, oh. We are at a 60%. All right. All right. I and feel it. Yeah, I did have to pick the only yeah negative uh, review that I picked for today was the one that I already read about mm-hmm. just ripping off all the other <laughs> movies. Um, <clears throat> but Logan Hill from New York Magazine Vulture says it's more of a throwback to Horatio Alger's Ragged Dick, a rags to middle class respectability tale about the humble joy of old fashioned decency. Mm, is it though? <laughs> I had to teach Ragged Dick. Which was a, an adventure just because of the name. Just because of, that of book. the name. <laughs> My God. Um, oh. No, not the same. But <laughs> I appreciate that they think, you know, being handed $50,000 counts as middle class respectability. Right. Well, and then also... the. <laughs> Although I will say the relatable middle class urge to be handed $50,000 and immediately go spend it on something fucking stupid <laughs> is they did capture the they they un- they unknowingly captured the air of 2020 very well. <laughs> they what didn't would know you they do were doing $50,000 buy a robot. I would just I'm so fucking bored. I've been inside for 4 months. I would buy a fucking robot and get, watch some other robot get the fuck beat out of it because of it. Yeah, that's what I would do in 2020. And then I think this one of Dustin Rowles from Pajiba captures this pretty well. I don't know where robot boxing falls on your moral spectrum, but I'd take a preteen to see real steel as long as we had a talk, a long talk afterwards about the evils of product placement. <laughs> This was this was a big corporate cocksuck um, on, yes. on, a, on a lot of levels. Uh, there was yeah, there was a lot of product placement. Yep, <laughs> Dr Pepper, big Dr yep. Pepper ad. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> wasn't there wasn't there Monster Energy drink product I'm sure placement there as well? Was. Yeah, yeah, he was. At the, the kid had a serious. A serious uh, <laughs> caffeine intake problem that was never addressed by his terrible father figure. Um, big shock. I would have loved to see Adam, the better robot dad, take some of the energy drinks out of his hand some and be Max. like, <laughs> maybe later, kid. <laughs> maybe later. Maybe you have some milk first. You can ruin your kidneys later. <laughs> but 
All right. Um, all right. I have one Oscar and it's we've said it a million times already, but what are your Oscars? Uh, so I got through one was Best Robot Father. And the other was Cheesiest <laughs> Boxing Reenactment. Uh, most okay. gratuitous use of the word crap because this was PG-13. <laughs> right. So they couldn't let they said a couple shits. They were like yes. three or four shits. Uh-huh. They did not was- utilize the two allotted fucks. Of PG-13 movies. Unfortunate. Always a waste when they do that. But they used the shit out of the word crap. (laughs) So so crap had a big year in 2012 with Real Steel. (laughs) Um, Crap had a hell of a year. Hell of a resurgence. Um, All right. I only had the one one Oscar and it was, I would say, uh, most obvious Rocky ripoff. (laughs) Not the best. Yes. Not the most faithful, just the most obvious. Rocky Ripoff yes. goes to Real Steel, starring Huge Jackman. Sorry. Sorry, Huge. That's what it is. <laughs> you knew what you were doing when you took this movie on. And to honor <sighs> our podcast at this time, I would like to shout this out as our fifth uh, movie with a montage. <laughs> following <laughs> Following Detention, which had the most expensive <laughs> music montage. Yes, in history, in filmmaking history. <laughs> Following Just My Luck, which had a cleaning montage where Lindsay mm-hmm. Lohan learns to act like a human being. Learns <laughs> to act like a human being. Yep. She learns how to sweep a floor. Uh, she learns how not to wax a floor in heels in stilettos. Fuck, I hated that movie. Oh, God, that movie was so fucking bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Following Clerks 2 with the putting up the store montage at the yes, end, but which that was, was a, a fine. That was an adorable one. That was a sweet one. A fine yes. montage. Mm-hmm. And of course, Walking Tall, which I, in my notes, wrote as the clean it up town montage. <laughs> also known as the, the blatant police brutality montage. But it's the good <laughs> kind now because it's with The Rock and Johnny Knoxville, not the bad cops <laughs> who were beating people up for the fun of it. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, all right. So so it does get a place in our montage hall of fame. Um, we we love a montage. <laughs> we will continue when it's, to build the montage when it's hall a shitty fame. movie um, because it gets through some of the storyline faster. It is a storytelling device, <laughs> yes, <laughs> which, which I like. And another <laughs> another another tribute to Rocky to the Rocky movies. Yes. Yes, the train. But the I mean, like, let's talk about for a second the Rocky training oh, yeah. montage. One of the greatest of all time. Yes, that not built even the montage. That was not like even a, the stair. No, not even the staircase outside of the you know the museum of modern or the yeah the the orange yeah, the art museum. The um, tossing just, of the orange. All of them, you know. I mean, even when they when they drag. <laughs> And they drag Sylvester Stallone's broken body out for Creed, you know, and and they do a training montage. The there montage. Too. Oh God, you know. I, but I, I, I gotta tell you, I do time. like watching Michael B. Jordan run. Mm. I could watch Michael B. Jordan read a phone book, and I would say yeah. thank you. Would you like another? <laughs> <laughs> But unfortunately, this movie suffered from a serious lack of Michael B. Jordan, which is unfortunate. <laughs> um, and all right. So this is and then we are introducing a new segment this week uh, that I just came up with this week <laughs> that I thought might be fun. Uh, it is the question of 
rather than than you know, I think we've we've kind of hit the nail on the head of what movie you should watch <laughs> instead of this one if you yes. want to watch a good boxing movie. Any of them um, except for number five. <laughs> Any of them except for the fifth. But uh, this is the the segment where we ask, do you forgive Hugh Jackman for this movie? <laughs> you know what? I do forgive Hugh Jackman for this movie because I think okay. this was at the time when he was figuring out what he wanted to do with his acting career. Okay. I don't yep. know if this overlapped at all with any of his cancer problems. Oh, um, I didn't know but- he had cancer problems. Yeah, he had cancer at one point. I don't remember what the time frame was for that. But Hugh Jackman is trying to transition out of doing like huge jacked man roles. And he just wants to be in musicals and wear sweaters. So I I will give him this one. You know what? That is that is a very nuanced take on what. Hugh Jackman's life and mind were like in 2012, 2011 when he made these choices. Because yeah, this was this was right around when he decided he was going to be in Les Mis. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was prior to Greatest Showman, I think. Um, mm-hmm. He was he had been the huge Jackman for so long. This was yes, this was a traditional. This was a transitional movie for him. So I I will forgive him. Uh, I will not <laughs> forgive that child though. No. That child is unforgivable. He was um, expelled from acting three years later. So two three years later so but um but Hugh but Huge and Anthony Mackie are still in our good books after this movie yes. yeah and Phil Lamar so. <laughs> obviously Phil Lamar is fine yeah I do not forgive <laughs> Evangeline Lilly I don't know well do you really I mean you she was barely in this movie she was barely yeah. in this movie so I can't you know it's <laughs> she's yeah she's she's this was She's a paycheck okay. movie for her. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so. So, yeah. So, so she's, she's okay. She's, she skates by. Thin ice, though. You know what? Thin I ice, will amend, I will amend a previous recommendation. I think that if you really liked the robot portion of this movie, you should watch Rocky Five oh. because isn't that the one where Polly gets the robot? Yes, I think it is. Happy birthday, yes. Polly. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you really so want to lean ro- into the robots and the boxing. If the robot boxing is why you showed up to this movie, I mean, <laughs> more power to you, I guess. You were literally the exact intended audience, and maybe we just weren't. Um, I don't think we were. <laughs> if you I two were, we were 11 years old audience. in 2013 <laughs> or 2011, 2012, whenever this movie came out. Whenever this movie came out. Uh, all right. Well, um, I think I think we've I think we've all but covered it. Uh, <laughs> next week is it is Ooh, it my turn? Yes, this it your is pick. your turn. Yeah, this was my pick. Okay. All right. I'm gonna take us back uh, to a to an actor we have pretty much written Ooh. off between the two of us. Uh-oh. Um, but I am just in the mood to be salty and hate it. So we're gonna watch. <laughs> The Losers <laughs> okay. for Mr. Chris Evans. All right. Because <laughs> I'm just in the mood to be salty, and he is bringing it out of me lately. <laughs> lately. As if anything lately. has changed. <laughs> it's only gotten worse. Um, so we're going we're gonna to hate on Chris Evans next week. If you'd like to be part of that, uh, <laughs> we'd be happy to have you. 
Uh, we welcome you to join us. Yes, The Losers. It is currently streaming. I don't know. This will still be the case mm, on yes. HBO. Yes, um, but updated. you can check it out there. That's where I'm going to go yeah. to watch it. Uh, also, but there are also uh, other good people in this. Zoe Saldana and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I don't know shit about The Losers, so... <laughs> You don't? Oh, no. my God. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited you get to see it for the first time. It's so dumb. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm. mm. it's good. It's good. It's going to be good. Um, I, I want to say, and you know what? I need to I need to Google this. I want to say Idris Elba is in it. Oh. But I don't know if that's true or not. Yes, he is. Wow. He is in it. There's a lot of good people. <laughs> Can't save this movie. In The Losers. Uh, it is on our list, though. And we can't <laughs> we can't pretend I didn't put it there. Um, so, yeah. So this is this is my pick. So enjoy The Losers with us. I'm excited. I can't believe you've never seen this before. <laughs> I know. I know. This Yay! feels like a rite of passage. It does. It does. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know. I avoid you yeah. and I have the same of like, here's something that you're supposed to do. Don't tell me what I'm supposed <laughs> to like, do. Fuck you. I'm not going to watch this. Movie you can now. shove that but you right are, up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but you are supposed to watch the losers next for next for next. Time I will report. be. I will be watching it. Yes. All right. Wonderful. Well, um, this <clears throat> this has been another episode. <laughs> it sure has. <laughs> of the Fangirl Film Club. But can yeah, you, you get him a take fight? Us home? <laughs> can you get him a fight? <laughs> Secret Bye. safe with me. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Have a great week. Talk to you next time. Bye.